and welcome to the All Things Overlanding podcast. My name is Fletch, and I'll be your host. Are you ready for some great overlanding content? Then let's get into it. Hey there, Fletch from All Things Overlanding here. Today, I'm super excited because I've got Kurt Thompson from GTF Overland, um, who is from the West Coast. He's got a shop out there, amazing stuff. They rent equipment. They do all kinds of really cool stuff out of this Overlanding shop. Um, so super knowledgeable guy. I actually met him at More Expo, but uh, he reached out and we've been talking and we wanted to do a couple episodes together. So this is going to be the first of a couple episodes we're going to do. And I wanted to kind of tap into his knowledge a little bit, being that he owns a shop and he rents overlanding equipment. Today we're going to be talking about when it makes sense possibly to rent overlanding equipment and when it makes sense to buy it. Um, My background is buying. I don't have any shops near me. I've never been able to rent it. So he's going to kind of talk to the rental side. I'm going to talk to the pros of the buying side. We're going to talk pros and cons. And then we're going to give our final thoughts on when it kind of makes sense and, and when to think about that stuff if it's available in your area. So let's get into talking with Kurt. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hey, everybody. As I mentioned in the intro, of course, today I've got Kurt Thompson from GTF Overland. Welcome, Kurt. Thanks, Jason. How are you? I'm good. Um, and thank you for taking the time to, to hang out and chat with me. Absolutely. Um, so today we are talking about renting overland equipment versus buying overland equipment and kind of when it makes sense to do either one. Um, and, you know, you guys that have followed my channel for a while know I'm in Indiana. I don't have a lot of options for stuff like that here. So you guys are from SoCal. So you're out west. So you have tons of people that are probably looking into getting into this hobby. So can you tell us a little bit from your expertise, kind of like more about the rental stuff, how it works and kind of some of the benefits of that? Yeah, absolutely. And and like you, you'd mentioned already, you know, we have a population out here, you know, where there's literally 6 million people, you know, in our surrounding area. So, you know, the, the pool of folks that might be looking for that definitely, you know, is easier for us to pull from here in Southern California, but we found it to be just a super useful tool, not only to educate, you know, people about things like rooftop tents and the ben- benefits of fridges and things like that. But also in a way, it's kind of like insurance, you know, is a way that we'll put it to to people, Um, you know, for 150 bucks, if you can rent a tent for a long weekend. And, you know, what if you decide you hate it, you know, and then you only spend 150 bucks, not $2,000 to find out that you hate it. You know, have you ever, uh, you know, spent the night with a significant other before you moved in before, you know, Or you moved in with each other, you know, it's nice to like find out, you know, what is, what does this person's breath smell like at 7am? You know, what is, what is this like, you know, to, to be 
24 hours with this product or whatever. And you know, specifically with the tents, because there are some, you know, there's some physical challenges to it. You know, sure. if, if we get, you know, somebody in that has a particularly tall vehicle and we put a tent on their car and then they realize the physical aspect of, you know, getting around this thing, climbing around it, opening the tent up, dropping the ladder down, things like that. Maybe they decide that's a part that they just don't want to do and they would okay. rather just put it on the ground, you know? And so when I, when I talk about it being insurance before, it truly is a way to just try it out, see if it's for you. And if it's not, then great. You know, there's other options. Right. You know, there's tons of different ground tents out there. You know, when we talk about fridges as well, we've never had somebody rent a fridge and come back and say they've hated it. You know, <laughs> right. It's, it's something that everybody, once they use it, they're like, oh, yeah. now I get it. Now mm -hmm. I understand why, you know, this is such an important thing because I didn't have soggy bread or soggy cheese, you know, yeah. by the time I got to my campsite. Um, and what we do here as well is we'll actually refund the person's rental into the cost of a purchase. So if they oh, spend cool. 150 bucks on a tent rental and then they come back and they decide that's the greatest thing ever and they want to buy one, we'll just discount the tent by their rental amount. So, nice. you know, they're not any out any money on that rental thing. But yeah, we, we have found it as a super useful tool, not only to educate, but to make sure that people's money is being spent where it needs to be spent and where they're going to enjoy it the most. Yeah, I love that. And I love that mentality, right? Like that's, it's funny because you and I met at, at the Moore Expo and like, that's what I noticed there too is, and I feel like it's an industry-wide thing where like the folks in the position of like distribution or retailing this stuff, genuinely they understand that if they take good care of people right that they're going to come back and that's right. what we all kind of want we don't want to just make a quick buck and burn everybody out like a lot of different industries but i love right. that mentality i love that so that's yeah really cool. and it's something you know like at the end of the day of course we are a retailer and you know i'm financially interested in making this right. thing work but at the same time you know, we truly want people to go out and have a good time. We truly want them yeah. to be advocates of outdoor experiences, you know, not only land use, but, but making sure that that land is available for us, you know, yeah. to use in perpetuity and make And if they have this great outdoor experience, then, you know, they're going to pay attention when things come up as, you know, regard regarding land use and stuff like that. So there's, there's some other motives in there as well sure. for us. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, it's, I think it's really fascinating. And I, I love the idea of, again, like when you and I talked and then I kind of went on your website, I was looking around and like the prices for rentals are extremely reasonable. Like, yeah. I mean, like I looked at like chairs and to your point, like fridges and tents and stuff. And I mean, yeah, you're right for like 150, 200 bucks for like a weekend, you could be pretty much a fully kitted out overlander and, yeah. and go see if you really like it. Right. Like again, you, maybe you throw that rooftop tent on, on the roof and all of a sudden you don't fit in your garage and you're like, well, that's a deal breaker. Right. Like I 100%. never thought about that. And I spent 2,500 bucks and it showed up at my door and now I'm stuck with this thing and I have to sell it. I feel like I see them on Facebook marketplace like every other day. Totally. And people are like, why are people buying these things and then selling them? It's because they didn't know, right. They had no idea. Totally. Yeah. And you know, where we live here, you know, the, the garage sizes in Southern California are completely different than anywhere else. Right. Nice. And so we have a number of customers that actually only rent 
tents from us because they can't fit their car in the garage when it's got a tent on the top. And, you know, because they're just tiny out here, you know, (laughs) low garages, there's parking garages everywhere. If you want to go to a show downtown or whatever. And I've been that guy to run my tent straight into a parking garage and it's not great. (laughs) No, not recommended use of the rooftop tent for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Between my WeBoost antenna and my tent, and then I've got a like a gun case on top of that and my traction boards on top of the tent. I'm I mean, I I sometimes will clip with the WeBoost like drive-throughs. Oh (laughs) so it's not great. It's and everyone, you know, it's funny too, because I'm in Indiana, so it's like we don't have that population density like you mentioned here. So that probably explains why we don't have the rental option. But like going to the grocery store, even with my truck, I'll get it out. People are like, is that a like a Yakima box on it? Like, are you, is that a storage box? Is that a solar panel? What is like? No. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So there are definitely a ton of pros to renting. And you kind of... I was going to say pros of buying are obviously then you own the thing, right? So you've spent your money there versus spending money on rentals, but you kind of already beat me to that point by saying, well, that's cool. Then just we'll apply it to your purchase, right? So if someone is out your way and they buy from you, they're rent from you, then there's no risk really. Cause then they can just pick right. up something if they like it. So, yeah. And, you know, there, there are still some cons though, you know, like we don't have the depth of inventory to be able, like we, we can't rent hard shell tents sure. because the cost is too prohibit- prohibitive for us to buy those and put them into a rental fleet. The other thing is if, you know, if somebody were to damage a hard shell rooftop tent and then yeah. they have to pay for it and they can't use it, like that would be yeah. a bummer on another level. Yeah. You know? So, you know, we don't have every product out there, you know, available to rent. So we're pretty limited on that to soft shell tents and a couple sizes of fridges and things like that, you know, so it would be nice to have, you know, a little bit more depth there, but it's just not, you know, it's not reasonable for us to do that. That makes sense. Well, and I can tell you cons from the buying side, because I have that exact example that you just gave in my real life. I bought a, the cheapest rooftop tent that you could buy on Amazon. It was like mm-hmm. 900 bucks. Yeah. It's the the Raptor series uh, rooftop tent. It's like almost like an FSR style it has like the two straps and you kind of pull it and it's just on a hinge. Oh. It yeah. stands up basically, but right. it has this like soft shell, uh, like uh, springy. So you have to like, it's, I called it a, a tent condom because it's basically like a thing that you pull over and it just sort of uh, has elastic on the bottom that pulls it taut. But I mostly right. camp in the fall and winter. And I love the rooftop tent. I love being up high, less bugs, less, you know, worry about critters, cleaner as a whole, because you're not hauling as much stuff into it. Definitely. There were some cons of climbing up and down, but not enough to, to dissuade me from the rooftop tent lifestyle. Right. But that cover was such a pain in the winter. Like my hands would freeze and I'm like, I can't leave and drive home unless I get this cover on. Like I can't drive with it open. It's not possible. And you so like you just have to like hands. man up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like blowing into my hands and like trying to cover this thing up. And 
So after, I think I spent, I had that for about eight or 10 months and I probably spent about 30 to 40 nights in it in that time. Like I went all the time. I loved rooftop tent. Having that got me just, I was ready to go because it was on the truck, but I hated it. And, and so I had to do something with it, right? Like, so I had to take it off, uninstall it. I had to sell it on Facebook marketplace. Actually, strange story. I sold it to a guy and I still haven't been paid. It was like a year ago. Oh, wow. So I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do about that. That's another what's his, story. What's his name? I'm going, to, what's, I'm going to write it down. What's his name? I'm going to go no, out. I'll, I'll text it to you. Um, <laughs> but uh, but so then I, I ended up getting a hard shell wedge style tent. And I love yeah. that thing. It solves all my problems. It's quicker to set up, easier to tear down. Um, but I mean, I, I still, if I had gotten paid for that, I would have got most of my money back out of it from the uh, sale of it. Um, when the police show up at his house, maybe, maybe I'll finally get my money back. I don't know what I'm going to do, but um, but still it's, it was a huge hassle, right? Installing that thing took me like a whole night. It was, it was a cheap tent. So it was really difficult to install. It didn't come with any sort of special, you know, quick mounting hardware or anything. And so I still had to buy it, get it shipped, receive it, install it, uninstall it, sell it, buy a new tent, install, you know, it was, if I could have rented one and come to your shop and you guys would have helped me throw it on and showed me how it worked and then taken it off when I got back, like, I would have known really quick, like I love the rooftop tent in general, but I don't want a soft cover, for example. Right. So yeah, buying can be an expensive way to learn lessons. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. And going back to, you know, the physical aspect of that, you know, that I was talking about earlier, weather, I mean, weather can change that, you know, if it, if you're camping in cold weather and what you're talking about there, you know, not only is it slippery or it can be slippery if it's, you know, if you get a lot of rain stuff like that but you're camping in the snow and if you're climbing all over your truck yeah. you know to, to do that i mean i i can imagine that there's been an injury or two that's yeah. happened in you know this yeah. industry people putting up or taking down a tent you know yeah. in weather right yeah. yeah yeah i'm sure well and we don't get wind like i think you guys do out west but that's another thing that i've heard that totally changes based on the tent right like soft shell tents are a little more troubled by strong winds versus the hard shell ones and like that to your point right like you never know until you've done it a time or two so yeah yeah like i i keep sets of earplugs in my tent all the time because the wind keeps me awake you know and the tent is flapping and so i'll put these earplugs in and i just sleep better you know it's not enough for me to go away from the rooftop tent it's just you know one of the things that i learned along the way to just keep them in the tent put them in at night you know, plus, you know, you know what it's like every, everything at 3am is a bear, right? So if I've got earplugs in, then everything I hear at 3am. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You know, the way that I generally wrap these up is just kind of have us give our sort of final thoughts on like when it makes sense to rent versus when it makes sense to buy. But I will defer to you because, again, I don't really have any experience renting. So, yeah. Yeah. Final thoughts. I mean, there are a couple of things that we don't rent specifically because it's gross, like sleeping bags. Like, I don't, you know, don't, don't rent a sleeping bag. Toilets. (laughs) Toilets. Oh my gosh. We talked about that at length about whether (laughs) or not, because 
I can see the use. I can see sure. the benefit of renting a toilet. However, is not going to be me or anybody in my store that's cleaning that thing. Yeah. There's no amount of not worth it. Yeah. That's <laughs> going to convince me to deal with somebody else's, you know. Toilet. But yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, just about anything that like, you know, could possibly be gross in a way is probably something to steer clear of when renting. Right. Um, sure. you know, and we do, we do a very thorough cleaning process, even on our tents, you know, especially sure. through COVID, you know, yeah. we were disinfecting, we, you know, we take the mattress out, we leave it outside in the sun, yeah. you know, do all of this stuff. Um, but really, I mean, I don't know, I don't know if there's necessarily any, anything, you know, besides the stuff that could, you know, like I said, be gross or touch your body or whatever <laughs> that I wouldn't rent first, especially yeah. if there's no, you know, risk to it. Sure. You know, even, I mean, we rent solar panels, you know, somebody yeah. needs a solar panel for a longer trip, then yeah, we rent those, you know, that's, awesome. and that's something that, that might even be better overall, yeah. just renting, you know, cause they're expensive. You don't necessarily need them all the time. Right. That might be a better thing to rent, but yeah, yeah, I think that, you know, overall there's a lot of, there's way more benefits than there are cons. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I, my kind of thought is like definitely on the big expensive stuff, right? Like, I mean, to your point too, with the toilet, like I bought a fancy, like one of those that has the hinges and collapses down flat pretty much. Yeah. It was like 50 bucks. I mean, that seems like a lot to me for a toilet at 50 bucks. I mean, versus a five gallon bucket with a $15 seat on it, but, but like it takes up way less room. So that's for me, I was like, I need every square millimeter I can get. Um, but like on a tent again, like, God, I could have saved myself so much effort and time and waste and money. If I could have just rented a tent and figured out like, I like it, but here are the downsides and, and come back and talk to someone knowledgeable like you guys. Right. And say, well, here's what I experienced, but what does that mean? What, what should, what would you recommend? You know? So, yeah. And I think too, you know, I, I understand that like nationally, there's probably not a whole lot of us doing this rental thing right now. However, you know, this industry is growing so fast that, you know, a year from today, we might be sitting here talking about how REI is doing this exact same thing. Yeah. You know, they already rent skis, they already rent bikes. You know, I, I, could see a world where, you know, they're the largest overland tent rental place in America <laughs> in, you know, 18 months. You know, yeah, we don't I never know. thought about that, but yeah, that makes perfect sense. And they've got the cash to do it too, right? Yep. And the infrastructure and, you know, the software, like they're already nice. set up. They just need the people and the product, you know, That's to, interesting. that understand it. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be crazy to see that blow up like that. That's fascinating. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so yeah, guys, that was it. We, uh, you know, I had a great time talking with Kurt, you know, I've, again, I've talked to him a few times now, super knowledgeable guy. So I appreciate you, Kurt, taking the time to come on and, and talk to us about rental versus buying. So thank you. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, sure. And, you know, as always guys, uh, since Kurt's on the show, I will have links to gtfoverland.com down below and their social stuff. I'm um, also have my links to Facebook, Instagram, you know, the podcast, if you're on YouTube, YouTube, if you're on the podcast, also got a Patreon page and uh, there's that newbie overlanders group. That's almost at 4,000 members now. And it's only been around for like a month and a half. So thank you everybody that's joined that. And, you know, if you're not already on that, definitely come hang out there. Um, we'd love to have you. So again, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And we will see you guys next week.